The Hilltop Glove Podcast is sponsored by Mid-Carolina Service Company. Mid-Carolina Service Company is the first name to search for your residential or commercial HVAC needs in Lexington and surrounding areas. Just go holla at Jason and Clint. They'll hook you up on the air conditioners, on the restaurant equipment, refrigerators, refrigeration, ice machine repair. They've been doing this for years. I've known them cats forever. Family owned and operated since 2006, they pride themselves in their quality work and customer relationships. Call 803-356-4153 or visit midcarolinaserviceco.com for a no obligation quote for service today. This episode of Hilltop Glove Podcast is brought to you by the Simon Marketing Agency. Turn an ordinary business into an extraordinary one since 2020. Simon James and his team do the hard work of attracting new customers so you can focus on making your business exceptional. As a brand marketing expert, Simon specializes in creating a unique and unforgettable identity for your business. From generating awareness to captivating content creation and strategic advertising, Simon Marketing Agency has you covered. Elevate your business today. Give them a call at 843-942-8880 or email them at simon at simon.com. Visit them at www.simonmarketing.agency. Make sure to follow them on Instagram at TV. This episode of the Hilltop Glove podcast is sponsored by Bob's. Bob's is a Columbia-based retailer of over 100 Black-owned products from 20 Black-owned businesses. Bob's offers a wide range of items from household cleaning, cosmetics, and everything in between. With every visit to Bob's, we support Black-owned businesses, giving them the opportunity to grow and establish connections with our community. Bob's is located inside the Noma Warehouse at 2222. Sumter Street in Columbia, South Carolina. Visit their website, weshopbops.com for in-store pickup or to find out more. Bops can also be found via social media on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at weshopbops. When you stop by, tell them the Hilltop Glove sent you. Bops brings quality black brands to the Columbia community. The Hilltop Glove Podcast is sponsored by True Brilliance Entertainment. True Brilliance is a production, promotions, and management company dedicated to connecting artists and producers across the Carolinas to music industry professionals. Several of their clients have placements both domestic and internationally as a result of their services. Are you an artist or producer looking to build meaningful relationships within the music industry? Then True Brilliance is for you. Check them out at paramilitary.com. That's spelled P-A-I-R-A military.com. Welcome to the Hilltop Glove Podcast. 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 Good afternoon. Welcome to the Hilltop Glove Podcast. This is DJ and What with my brother Skip. Excellent. We are here live in effect in Gastonia, North Carolina with the Honeycomb Experience and our homeboy Reasons Brown. We're at the beautiful 
Bradley Community Center and Park. We're having a great day on this Sunday. It's beautiful out here. Everybody's looking lovely. We're having a great time working on wellness, whether it be mind, body, or spirit, and also doing a little bit of a give back for the community. Now, at the event today, we have a bunch of cool vendors out here, as well as artists and artisans from the community. Uh, where they have food, there's ways to exercise, there's things to do that you may want to pick up that you want to do at home in your free time that are just stress relievers. You have all those folks out here. There's art for sale and et cetera. However, we actually have the pleasure of speaking today with Hope. And I'm going to let Hope introduce herself to you specifically with the name that I want to say, Maha Adachi. That is a cool <laughs> name. Could you expl- explain to our audience who you are and what it is that you do? What's up, y'all? I'm Hope, also known as Maha Adachi. And I am born and raised in the county of Dade. I'm from Miami, Florida, well, but I live <laughs> all right. I live in uh, Mooresville, North Carolina. I love it here. I raised my kids here. I am a poet. A spoken word artist. I toured with my good friend Jill Scott on her 2018 tour. And then in May, she called me to come out and open for her in the MGM in DC. That's one aspect of what I do. That's who those who know me as Maha. Ah. That is what I do as a performing artist. I am a breast cancer survivor. Actually, I'm a breast cancer thriver. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, August 2019, I was diagnosed with bilateral breast cancer. It was in both breasts and the lymph nodes. In December 2020, I had my final surgery. And when I had that final surgery, I had a... In my recovery, I had a moment where I decided that I wanted to do something different with my career. I had been a performing artist and working in arts, entertainment, and marketing for over 20 years. And I decided that I wanted to change careers and get into agriculture. So, I am two classes away from getting a degree in agribusiness technology at Mitchell Community College. And I'm cancer-free. And what I do with that education is... One of the first things I do is I am an integrated pest management specialist, which means I help people to manage the pests, bugs, pathogens in their garden, in their home gardens, without the use of harsh pesticides. Nice. By using nature to combat nature, by identifying beneficial bugs or beneficial plants to help you to keep your garden growing healthy without somebody else eating up all your crops. In addition to that, I study plant science. I work to help people create their own food freedom in their own backyards, in their front yards, in their small patios by understanding that you don't need a lot of space to supplement the food. Because food doesn't really come from the grocery store. It comes from the earth. True. So so today we're out here planting seeds with the students and anybody who wants to plant a seed just to show you how easy it is to start something that can create a new life that can be a stress reliever, but can also be a supplement, can provide food, can provide medicine. I've even brought some sample plants from my front yard where it shows how we can oh. grow a variety of herbs in a small space so that we can you can have all the herbs that you need for cooking right on your front porch or right on your small patio. Mm. And you can grow medicine for yourself, mint for mint tea, all those things just in little containers or small containers right in a small space that you live in. You don't need a huge field or a huge 
space to grow those things. But if you do have a lot of space, <laughs> we might could talk because I can come over and help you get that thing right. Excellent. <laughs> and so I am a very committed to sustainability, but not so much just landing at sustainability, but getting into regenerative agriculture, where not only do we sustain what we have, but we replenish the earth by growing things like legumes in the off-season, Preach. keeping the ground covered Preach. so that we can fix the nitrogen without the use of synthetic pesticides mm-hmm. or synthetic synthetic uh, what's it called food fertilizers fertilizers yeah because yeah. I don't even use them <laughs> really I mean I'm saying I use like a, a I would use so in my off season right yeah. in my strawberry patch we threw down a cover crop which was like a combination of rye and peas and some other things just threw those seeds down those seeds kept the strawberries healthy through the whole winter. And I don't know if y'all had it down there in South Carolina, but up here in uh, North Carolina, that Christmas time, when we had that frost patch. Everything was frozen. My strawberry plants were still green and beautiful. They were covered by the other... Because what the other plants do is those legumes fix the nitrogen in the soil. They keep the soil at a certain regulation. Uh So they're adding nitrogen. The same thing that you would, that they take the nitrogen from the atmosphere, which is all around us. And put it in the... And they put it and put it into the soil. All right. So let me see if I can understand this. It seems like you're attempting to educate people on the power that they have to control their food sources. Yes. Now, what I get from people all the time is that, oh, I do not have a green thumb. I have a brown thumb. I can't grow plants. Yes. This is the thing that I tell people who feel like they can't grow plants. Everybody can grow plants, but you have to find your plant and your season. What's the season in your life that you just naturally just pop? Good you point. glow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. already, you yeah. don't need no motivation because yeah. you already like, ah, 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 it's, it's me. Yeah. That is the season. Uh-huh. Now you find the plant that thrives in that season. Oh. You already got the energy and the attention to detail. It's already in you. Yeah. That's how you start. Yeah. From there, you can maybe stay just with those plants. But from there, you may even grow. It might give birth to a whole new way of life for you. Something that you can regulate your own temperature, regulate your own energy. Get up in the morning and before you scroll on your phone, you actually go out and check your plants. <laughs> you got me. You got me. You got me sold. Go check your tomatoes and see if you got hornworms. See, that's what I'm doing this. I'm doing this. Look, I'm lear- I just learned about what hornworms are. Yes. I got my little tomatoes. I, I have, I got four of them on the vine yeah. now. I got four. I'm working on it. Oh, yeah. Them hornworms. It's the first year. No yeah, I didn't realize how bad they were. Oh, yeah. And they'll tell whole plant up real fast. Yes. They, be eating, they eat so quickly. When they feed in the morning. So if you want to manually pick them off, don't touch them because I don't like to touch caterpillars because you don't know, if you're not trained, you don't know which caterpillar could be poisonous or toxic or not. So I don't ever touch caterpillars. But if you go in the morning and you want to manually take them off, you can get a stick and put them on a stick. Put them off. They feed in the morning. The hornworms. So So that's why you find them. Oh, man. All right. I found my first ones. I know I was out there checking them one morning. I was about to do my water, and I said, "Oh, look at look at this eating. It's having a good time. It's just chip, 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 chip. It's like so jarring when yes, you see it at first. Yes. Like, oh, what is you? Yeah, what are you? And I was like, I told my wife. She said, "Well, go ahead and take it off. Yeah. I got a little stick, and I made it get on the stick, and then I yeah. took it off. Yeah, yeah. And then Man. the birds will tear it up. Yeah, yeah. That was my point. I, I tell my wife all the time, let the birds live in the carport. And she said, "Why? I said, "Because they eat bugs. Yeah. I just had to take two insect, I mean, two hornet's nests out of our 
carport, and I said, see, we should just let the birds set up a nest. Yeah, well, the birds probably, I don't know, the hornets, they so gangster. They, they might, are kind of gangster. They probably the fight the birds. You're yeah. right. This thing's about this large. And I was like, okay. They're going to be like, like, what you trying to do? Yes. I'm like, I don't want any problems with you all. But um, yeah, Those, you got to sneak up on them at yeah, night. That's, no, I had to sneak up on them during the day. No, with, see, with when they're dormant at night. You, so that's oh, the best time preach. to mess with them is when they're dormant. So do you go and get them in their little cones? Oh, if you do, if you do, you take a plastic bag and you cover the whole thing. Okay. And then you tie it up and uh-huh. you keep it sealed. Do not open it. Just go ahead and toss that. Safety first. Y'all heard yeah. that on the Hilltop Glove podcast first. When you're removing hornets, please put them in that bag, seal it, don't open it. And don't do, do what I did. When they're dormant. At night. It's like, it's like a sucker punch. Oh, you're right. It's like you're a right. sucker punch. You're very yeah. right. Catch them off guard. Right, right. You know, like, you somebody sneak and punch somebody, you be like, oh. <laughs> oh, what's going but on? Yeah. A wasp, you can sneak and punch. Yeah, no, <laughs> a seriously. Hornet, a hornet, you can sneak and punch. <laughs> you can sucker punch Yeah, because you don't want to get. No, because while they're yeah. active, they're ready. And they'll attack they you. They're ready. Yeah, they'll chase you with vengeance. Yeah. So you want to catch them? All when right, they're y'all. Dormant. Don't do what I did the other morning. <laughs> I bothered it during the time when I should not have bothered it. But I came out unscathed. Yes. I was lucky. I was very lucky. Yes. It just turn it. I was. I was not smart, but I learned something today. You always yeah. learn something every day. <laughs> well, moving on from there, I must ask this. We keep hearing this all day about reasons, but how did you get in contact with reasons? So uh, he just hit me up on Instagram. Wow. Yeah, because my Instagram is open. I get a lot of people sending me pictures of plants or pictures of insects. Yeah. Being oh, like, they just DM you yeah, the information. Yeah. And you drop, hey. Yeah, and I'll be like, oh, let me tell you what that is. Or, oh, what you doing? <laughs> that doesn't look right. No, I'll be like, you. that one's dead. Go ahead and put it in a compost bin. Oh, you have to tell people that? <laughs> yeah. You have to give them, hey, tombstone Plant, that one. okay, plants die. Put them in a compost yeah. bin and let, let them have that life. Let, let it them give live. life to yeah. something else. Go on to that great compost bin in the sky. Yes. <laughs> and our compost bin is popping. I do need to turn it over. Yeah. You're reminding me about a bunch of stuff today. <laughs> could, could you tell us about where, about your Instagram, how people can find you oh, online? Yes. Okay, so uh, ironically, being a breast cancer survivor and having the name Hope. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and it's crazy because my surgery was, my first surgery was in October too. They was like, girl, can you do the most? Oh, man. <laughs> yes, and my, my cancer was pretty bad. It was intense. It was in both breasts at the same damn time. When did you find it? What stage were you uh, It was stage one in the right breast and stage 2A in the left breast and it was in the lymph nodes presence also it had lymph node, lymph, node, lymph node presence also so that mean it was at the airport ready to take off to the rest of my body yes and this was my very first screening mammogram oh wow at age 40 wow. so I do encourage everybody to get your screenings and Soon. If you have if you have family history, mm-hmm. you know, make a plea with your doctor to get them earlier mm-hmm. than the recommended times. And if you get the bracket testing, if you want to do the bracket testing, I say do the bracket testing too. But the bracket testing only really tests for about ten percent of the types of breast cancer that you could get, mm-hmm. or the ten percent of the types of breast cancer that could be inherited, rather. So the bracket testing is helpful, but it's not the end all to be all. So make sure just you have get, a comprehensive get your screenings. Test. Yeah, get your screenings. Question: I must ask this since you're talking. Since you're talking about that, why did you go and get your screening? Because I was you, forty. And it was time. Yeah, I was forty, and it's wow. time to get your. And I breastfed all three of my kids, so mm-hmm. my breast tissue, like most African American women, is very dense. Mm-hmm. And so the things that was found, even the doctor had a t- hard time feeling to do the gotcha. the, the field test to find mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So just going to get my first screening mammogram and 
There it was. And it was five masses in the first screening mammogram. So when I decided that I wanted to pursue agriculture and I was just thinking about like what I wanted to brand myself as or brand this this whole journey as, I thought about uh, what it means to most cultures to feed somebody. Yeah. You feed them, you love them, right? Yes. So... And it, what I want to do is to teach people how to feed themselves, but how to feed each other. I want to be a person who feeds people. Mm. And, well, it, it sounds very hippie, Hope's Love Garden. It sounds very hippie. I like hippie stuff. <laughs> that hippie stuff is like, good. Like, it's almost like, the dawning of... <laughs> it's very hippie, dippy. Yeah. I might still punch you, but... <laughs> Bro, get off me! But it's Hope's Love Garden because yeah. I wanted to create a space that gave people optimism in the darkest moments. Yeah. Show people love through food mm-hmm. and encourage gardening in all forms, whether it be on large scale agricultural projects where you actually switch from conventional monoculture agriculture to something that is a little bit more friendly and caring to the earth. Mm-hmm. Or if you're just growing eggplant on your front porch in a container. Yep. Yeah. You're there for everybody. Yeah. And so those people can contact you, correct? Yep. Including Hope. the large monoculture people that need assistance <laughs> to do better. Go yes. ahead, tell me they contact it's you. Hope's Love Garden. All one word on Instagram. Excellent, yep. excellent. Well, before we do finish and wrap up, I know you gave that plug. Is there anything else that you would like to plug in or anything that you have upcoming that you would like for our audience or others to know about? Well, we're doing a podcast through school, through my through the Agriculture Club. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be boring to people who aren't into be agriculture. Tell, but, us about it. tell us, tell us, tell us. It is called Why Agriculture. And we're just talking with a someone who left the industry mm-hmm. and someone that was in the industry in the past that left the industry because of all of the problems in agriculture. Then we're going to uh, sit down with a farmer who is currently doing a pasture-raised cow, uh, pasture-raised beef. And then we're going to talk about the future of agriculture with some uh, students who have just decided to become agriculture students in college. So this is a little three-series podcast, and it's coming up, and it's called Why Ag? Man, shoot. (laughs) I'm going to tell you this. When we first sat down, and I saw you over there waiting, I did not know what the conversation was going to be about, (laughs) right, or how how it was going to go. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, that's cool. All the way. I usually do that to people because I kind of got that mean face sometimes. I'm no, like, it wasn't. Uh, no, it's not the mean face. Uh, it was just I didn't expect to hear the things that I was going to hear. Yes, and I mean, of course, I will always promote my girl Jill. Y'all go to y'all go ahead, check promote, the J. Promote, promote, podcast promote. and listen to my Great sister podcast. Jill. Scott. My wife loves yes, it. Yes, it's very good. Yeah, and go on her MissJillScott.com get some of that merch from her 23rd anniversary tour. Y'all, go ahead, man. So. <laughs> Well, I'm going to sign us off today. This is DJ and What with the Hilltop Glove Podcast. My brother, Skip. And <laughs> Maha Adachi, a.k.a. I Hope. love that. I love that. <laughs> Excellent. We are here live and in effect at the Bradley Community Center in beautiful Gastonia, North Carolina. Of course, with the Honeycomb Experience, my man Reasons Brown, he's actually over there playing ball right now. We're going to catch him too before the end of the day. He ain't going to escape the mic either. But man, we love y'all. We want to make sure that you tell somebody around you that you love them, that you appreciate them. And we will see you next time. Peace. That's it for today's episode of the Hilltop Glove Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other platforms. Also, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Hilltop Glove. <laughs>